So on the 100 million revenue today, I know a lot of what you do is hardware, right? POS systems for restaurants, things like that. What's the revenue breakdown, hardware versus SaaS? Uh, historically, it's been about 70% hardware and uh, the balance and services. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Kevin Price. He's the founder and CEO of AccuCode. At 27 years old, uh, he's become a broad technology uh, and services company with over 100 million bucks in revenue, 150 employees. They've got hardware, scale deployment, service and support, 3D printing and software development in-house. Their latest SaaS offering includes For Work and Order for Work, which we'll jump into today. He's in the process of launching their new For Work SaaS division and looking for senior leadership on the business unit. Kevin, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Thank you. You bet. So on the 100 million revenue today, I know a lot of what you do is hardware, right? POS systems for restaurants, things like that. What's the revenue breakdown, hardware versus SaaS? Uh, Historically, it's been about 70% hardware and uh, the balance and services. The uh, the 3D division, the small unit today, it's doing less than a million dollars a year in revenue, but lots of interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. So what what is tell me what customers are paying you for those that are not familiar with AccuCode what are what are you building So we also we and we also have our first early customers on uh, Four Works so Four Works the, the latest software service offering uh, we have two different products in that suite Four Work and Order for Work and I'm just in the process of setting up that division but it's got about three hundred thousand dollars a year in revenue behind it today it's all monthly subscription based and. AccuCode's actually been using the software for the last eight years to run its own internal operation. Mm-hmm. I call it uh, order to end of life, but it's workflow automation and business process automation for just about any kind of process or technical industry you can think of. And again, 100 million in revenue, 70% is hardware. The other 30 is services and SaaS. So there's 30 million there of revenue. What are the other software platforms that you're selling to make up that 30 million in software revenue? Um, it's, it's other people's software, warehouse management systems, um, industrial, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, manufacturing automation, uh, that kind of stuff. So you've built these tools and sold them to warehouses? Yes. Interesting. We have, okay. Uh, we're also doing a lot of R&D work around uh, artificial intelligence, particularly natural language chatbots and uh, visual cognition. So the ability to use cameras to collect data, for instance, in your manufacturing or warehousing environment. Uh, we've even talked to you know food processors and other others about using it to do quality control and product identification, all just with cameras. Okay, so that that just to be clear that those tools you've built for warehouses, things like that, that's doing about thirty million dollars a year right now in revenue software. Okay, and on the t- and then tell us a little about the hardware space. Is it still mainly POS systems? Uh, it's actually networking infrastructure is our biggest category and has been for a long time. Uh, so Cisco, Extreme Networks, uh, Aruba, um, Nokia are all partners, and uh, we you know we've deployed tens of thousands of commercial networks. Uh, we do Lumen is one of our biggest customers. 
and we do uh, all of their B2B network deployment work for their mid-market customers. And mm-hmm. for work, that piece of software is what runs that whole field services operation uh, for Lumen. And we share real-time visibility of all those projects with Lumen through that platform. And on that $70 million of annual hardware sales, I mean, are your margins basically zero? Is that a loss leader for your software stuff or do you make oh, no, money on hardware? All. No, the hard, hardware business has always been, uh, I refer to it as, as a self-funding business development activity. Um, it, it, the margins are, are not great, but it's always profitable. And uh, you have to know how to run that business and run it profitably to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's all about scale. I, I want to sell it to you by the truckloads and ship it to you by the box. Yep. because it it we're in we're we're in the distributed device population that's our core business and as we see things like iot and robotics uh explode because of labor market issues um people have a challenge of how are you going to acquire deploy service and support tens of thousands of devices potentially at hundreds of thousands of locations and and we built software specifically for doing that mm-hmm. so so just to be clear uh, that's the, those pieces of hardware. Are you actually building these yourself, or you're buying them cheap yeah. then marking them up? You know, we we have our we have a new AI kiosk um, called our our Edge AI kiosk that is our own in-house design and manufactured device. But all the other hardware we're selling today uh, is made by you know one of the market leaders in those categories. Hmm, interesting. Okay, and so what markup do you like to make for yourself? We're talking five percent, ten percent, thirty percent. Um, typically gross margins run between 12 and 20% in the hardware space. And that's gross margin, not net. But, um, you know, it, it, like I said, it's always profitable. Yep. So what is net? Like 5%, 2%? Uh, probably more like three or four. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And what got you into this? I mean, were you a, you know, electrical engineer or something in college or when did you start? <laughs> no, no. I bought a Commodore 64 when I was nine years old back in the 70s and taught myself basic. And I've always been a science and technology nerd. And I have, I've studied physics and electrical engineering and chemistry since I was very young. My degree is actually in business and particularly in marketing. Um, but I, I've never let that stop me. And uh, from, a, from a product standpoint, you know, we'll, we take on almost anything. I've, mm-hmm. we've, we've, we've done all kinds of different technologies. Makes sense. Now, what's the team size today? How many full-time? Uh, like I said, about 150 full-time employees and uh, at any given time, several hundred contractors that are out in the field doing this install work. What, those, those in the field folks, they're like installing on-prem like routing software or routing IoT stuff or what? Yep, exactly. So we're doing you know routers, switches, access points, uh, DNF connectivity, so basically, we'll take we'll go do a physical deployment at like a bank or a restaurant or a factory or a warehouse, and not and we're taking it from the D mark, which is where the telecom provider brings it onto the property, all the way through the facilities and designing the network specifically to cover you know all the operational areas with adequate bandwidth. Um, that's that's the bulk of what we do out in the field. We also oh, you're muted, Kevin. Three different software as a service businesses previously. And uh, the biggest one was for $25 million. We sold it to Descartes uh, a little over four years ago. Was and, that all cash uh, up front or was there stock there too and earn out? No, that was all stock. Or I mean, all cash. Mm-hmm. Um, cash deal. There was, there was some, some payments uh, on a you know, 
the second year and the third year out, but uh, the bulk of it was up front. Mm-hmm. And what, what, how much revenue was that company doing when you sold it? Uh, I was doing about five and a half million in revenue and delivering three and a half million a year in EBITDA on that. Oh, wow. That's a nice, nice little multiple there. And you own hundred percent of that? Yep. That's great. So, so now you're obviously building AccuCode. Uh, why build the software company inside the hardware company? Why not build them as separate companies? Um, I've really turned AccuCode into my platform. Um, you know, just like AccuCode funded and, and you know, employed the developers that built the product, we're also using it uh, you know, very actively. It runs our whole business. Um, and so it's AccuCode's intellectual property, effectively. And I also, my marketing department, my accounting department, my HR department, all support all of these different business units. And you know, capital from the sale of, of that Velocity Mail software, uh, that 25 million is part of what funded the you know the acquisition of the 3D printing store and and what we're doing. In oh, is that business. how you got AccuCode started? You use money from your last sale to buy a 3D printing store. That was the start. Well, that wasn't the start. I I, I bootstrapped AccuCode at my, myself from 1995 forward, uh, 1500 bucks on my credit cards. And and I've done I've borrowed a lot of money from banks and paid it all back. They love to loan it to loan it to me, and um, the. But I've had three successful exits of of software divisions that were startups inside of AccuCode, and basically it's become my own you know platform. It oh, you build the software inside of AccuCode, and then when you sell it, you yeah. spin it out and sell it off to the other provider. I, I run them. I run them as separate LLCs, and I run them you know from day one as a. a Standalone PL inside of AccuCode, ah. uh, and 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 then and and that makes it it actually makes it easier to, to exit because they only have to take the operational staff tied to that particular product. They don't have to take my marketing and my sales and my accounting because typically in an acquisition situation they would have to they would lay all those people off anyway. Yep, yep. So for work is a individual PL, but inside of AccuCode. Correct. I see. I see. Hell of a story here. What about the flip side? Do you have you bought any companies to bring inside to, of your platform? Uh, the only only acquisition I've done was at the three D printing store about four years ago. Tell just tell me about that real quick. I mean, what does a three D printing store make in a year? Oh, it's tiny. It's doing it's doing like a million dollars a year in revenue. Um, it's, Why buy it's it? Got, so it's another distributed device population where. Additive manufacturing is going to be the future of how we make a lot of things. And today there is a complete lack of, you know, a thoughtful, organized approach for how you're going to acquire, deploy, service, support, operate that kind of technology. And there's not nearly enough qualified engineers, mechanical engineers on the planet to do the install, the operation, the service and support. If you're going to go scale this, you need somebody needs to go build a plan tool that makes that a feasible, you know, concept. Mm-hmm. And the printer manufacturers focus on look what I can print, but typically they can only print it successfully once and it often takes two or three attempts to get the one right. And as I say, that's that's cute that you can do that, but it's not very valuable. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. 
We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. So what did you pay for it? A million dollars a year printing, printing store company. Um, it was, it was more a matter of, we made a commitment to capital investment. So I put over $2 million into new equipment and facilities and staff. And we now have the ability to print hard metal parts, high temperature polymers, fiber reinforced plastics, all kinds of different materials and uh, multiple, we've got a facility in Dallas and another one here in, in Denver. And we're, we, we do a lot of business in the, the, the aerospace sector and the energy sector. Oil rig operators. Are using but you own the majority equity of that 3D printing store because of your $2 million capital yeah. injection. Correct. Is the owner still operational or is he or she exited? She's, no, Deborah, Deborah Wilcox is the founder and she, uh, she's the operational manager of the business. And she's actually an IP attorney by, by trade and uh, started this, you know, basically was running this as a, a, a personal project and was operating out of a hangar at a local uh, private airport and, and running a small service bureau. And I met her and, and asked her to come run my 3D division. Interesting. Last question. Are, are there any tax advantages to having AccuCode Holdco and then doing stand-up P&Ls for individual software companies underneath in terms of how you treat sort of cash flow? Oh, for, for sure. It, it, it allows me to, you know, the bar business has allowed me to, to bootstrap several software and service businesses and, and run them you know, with minimal overhead. And the tax advantages that AccuCode gets to, to be very flexible with how it chooses to expense or capitalize that R&D investment and the other resources that we put behind those business units. And you know, it makes it, makes it a, I would say, a lower risk proposition. Um, I think there's also a cost to that because it's not the sole focus and because a lot of the resources are shared um, it, it takes longer to scale it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, heck of a story here, man. We're out of time. Now. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite book. Oh, just recently, the surrender experiment. Surrender experiment. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, you know, I, I love Elon Musk, although I really wish that he would be a lot more quiet on social media. <laughs> Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building AccuCode? Um, probably, uh, Google. Yep. AccuCode has been running on, on Google docs and Google apps now since 2007. And it has just been an amazing tool for collaboration and, and data visibility. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, six to eight. Okay. And situation, married, single kids. Um, single at this point, twice divorced. Any kiddos? Three. Three kids. Okay, very cool. And how old are you? 53. 53. Last started, question. Some Started this when I was 26. I love that. I love that. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Oh. Think bigger. <laughs> 
Guys, AccuCoda platform launched when 26, now doing over $100 million in revenue. 70% of that revenue is from hardware sales. Think routers, on-prem installations, things of that nature at banks. 30% of those, these little software companies, not little though, he spins them up inside the business. They collectively do $30 million in revenue, and then he sells them. He sold his last one a couple of years ago for $25 million after growing that to $5 million in revenue, $3 million in EBITDA, healthy multiple. And then he reinvests that all back into the company. 150 folks full-time today as he focuses and doubles down on his new software product called For Work. Kevin, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.